Can you hear? Can you hear the fan that's behind me? Is that gonna is that gonna come across in the recording? Are people gonna hate me? Maybe. Okay, he's taking his headphones off. He's putting his headphones back uh, on. No, no, I think that's uh, that's uh, Ellie putting. I I heard a slight, uh, very very light. That's Ellie in the putting water in the tub. Ah, gotta take a nice 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 podcast bath. Okay, good because yeah. I am. Uh, I, I have a laptop right here, which I guess you could actually see because it's in frame. That is uh, mining Ethereum. So I just said that the the, <laughs> the, the, fa- the fan is loud. So, uh, but but like I, I I think I fixed the mic settings. I how I much money a day are you making that? Uh, I, let's say F. Let's just say F is at four thousand and F. How much money a day are you making off of that mining? Well, th- this hash rate is uh, is fifty three mega hashes per second. So I don't know what any of that means. So if, if I if I just do some quick, whoops, open Google. If I just do some quick quick math on that, and if I go to uh, what to mine, and then if I go, uh, let's just say like like sixty mega hashes, we're looking at like five dollars a day. Okay. Okay. And so if it, it doubles in price, it'll be ten dollars today. Okay. Yeah, okay. and keep in mind the the flipping. If it does the flipping, keep in mind you're making fifty dollars a day. Is is but is that really gonna happen? It's not really gonna happen. I should probably buy more. I should buy more Ethereum just in case, shouldn't I? I should really go buy more it did, Ethereum. It did go down. I last time we had this conversation, I'm not sure if we had it on the podcast. We had it after the podcast because after the podcast, <laughs> I was going to sell. Right, we're having the conversation. I was like, I think I'm gonna sell because uh, I just, you know, like uh, pretty much doubled my money um, and buy back in again when it goes down. And then I, I didn't do it that night, and then it dropped back. I think it dropped the next morning. It did, it did, because you and I, you and I were having a conversation. So, so last week the podcast just stayed up for one more day. I would have pulled the trigger the next day because the more I thought about, it, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Like I, I doubled my my money. Uh, I'm sure it'll go back down eventually. God, Jesus. I, yeah. it, it, it was a gut thing. Why did I listen to my gut? I, I, I don't talk much about crypto on the show because, I mean, Zayori has a whole podcast. We don't have to, right? But, like... Um, yes, and, and people who do not have crypto find it insufferable. It Even is, people right? People who do have crypto find it insufferable. Yeah, it, it kind of is. Yeah. I, I, I think that, it, that it's not a good thing to bring up unless you, like, know that you're in company who likes cryptocurrency. Because even yeah. even as someone who does, I don't... I make fun of other people who talk about it. So, like, th- we, yes. we do a very niche thing, but I feel like talking about crypto is a bridge too far um so that's why we shaved to say to for an after show thing i just wanted to to i guess shame myself because i am using my parents electricity i'm using my I was parents going to electricity. Say, you're making five dollars a day but you're costing them one dollar a day in electricity ish maybe probably <laughs> it's fine i do a lot for them okay i do i do you so do much for my parents i do so much for my parents let me let me just pro, pro pontificate about how much of a great son i am um i can't think of a lot of examples but i promise you you helped change the brakes last night that's true we were gonna do a show last night uh, and get out of the way a little bit earlier we're, like we we're, were trying to, to you know do some pre-production and, and i got caught changing the brakes on two different cars um so I don't know. Is mechanical talk also insufferable? Because boy, let me tell you, I I sure love when you get a new set of rotors on cars because you get to use that brake cleaner, make sure you get all the oil off of them, and then oh, it smells so good, it's like drugs. Um, how? I'm sure it has been used as drugs at some point in time. It yes. almost certainly has. Um, I, I I did brakes last night, pretty pretty late. And how how do you feel about? moderate to loud noises outside after hours because my dad and i very much differ on this so we were using an impact driver to take off lug nuts with with a gun instead of instead of a lug nut wrench now lug nut wrench you're taking the tires off a car and and you've got yourself pretty quiet it's just it's a wrench wrenches aren't that loud impact guns uh, th- that take off lug nuts very loud, and um, what were they the ones who make the clicking noise? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, loud. I know what you're talking about. Uh, we, we were having this debate where he where he's like, oh, no, let's just use the gun. And I'm like, no, I'll, I'll get the wrench out of the car, Dad. It's, it's 11 o'clock. Like, I think th- we live in a residential area. I think our neighbors are probably sleeping or, like, going to be upset. And he's like, ah, fuck them. <laughs> so like uh, your dad sounds great <laughs> <laughs> am i being too nice is he being too callous is there really a middle ground i i think that i woke up like at least two people around me yesterday to decide to, to change breaks at you know midnight i um in, in while i am again we've had this conversation millennials generation x what all, all, all that uh about like how we're really nice to service people and stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i don't know why that that it just seems to be a trend with our generation um i aspire to be that level of f fuck them sometimes you know because <laughs> i i think i am more like you in the fact that i i uh am hyper aware of what other people uh do or think about the things that i'm doing you know and I aspire to to be able to, at times, when it's the right time to do it, be like, ah, fuck them. I'm not sure if that was probably the right time to be like, ah, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, your neighbor, neighbors are, like, kind of important in some way. I and, guess. Uh, some of them are shitty. Do unto others, you know, as you would have them do unto you and all that jazz. So, I... I th- I, I had another moment yesterday of being with my parents and, like, feeling empathy for other people. So, um... I, I sometimes let, let, let me uh, let me let me show you a pee on the curtain sometimes on the show I'll like practice telling a story or I'll think about how I want to tell a story like either in the shower or like leading up to a recording because what that does is means that I'm not gonna sound like an idiot or tell something that is probably like super boring live right yeah I have not thought about this before, so I have no idea if, if this is even close to something that's mildly entertaining. But I'm going to go for it um, because it is a dovetail that we're talking about. I went to dinner with my parents last night, something that we don't do a lot because we're still not going out to eat a lot. Um, also, we have like varying different palates of, of what we want to eat, and it's it's like it's it's whatever. But any time that, that we can go share a meal, like I mean, you know, please uh, you know, spend time spend time with your loved ones, right? Um. We went, my, my mom has to eat dinner early. She's an early dinner person. Uh, otherwise, she gets like heartburn and she can't sleep and her stomach doesn't feel well. So you know how like early bird specials are at like 5 p.m.? I get to go to a lot of early bird specials. A lot, a lot. I, I, I'm someone who for most of their life was used to having dinner be at like 530. Um, I think it's better for you that way, right? I think so too. I think that you're not really. I'm not a doctor. I think you're not really supposed to eat close to going to bed because that like really turns calories in in, in into fat because it's just storing. Yeah, and there's also the the very obvious like uh, when you wake up in the morning, you're not necessarily hungry despite not having eaten for like nine, twelve hours. Like you can maintain that fast uh-huh. for a while, right? Yep. So it's uh, it's probably not good for weight general issues like i'm trying to do one meal a day you know and it's like i can't really do one meal a day but i could cut it down to like four hours you know have like a lunch and a dinner back to back how are are you but when you do that do you do like one decent sized meal uh if i only do one meal then yes uh if i do two meals then i usually try and keep it a little bit lighter for lunch and dinner but the most important thing is just getting them close together uh for me anyway because I have a tendency to want to overeat, but if I eat back to back, then I, I don't obviously eat as much because I'm not hungry. Hmm. Well, we we had to go out to an early dinner. People were already complaining that people being my mother because uh, I was I was delaying the going of dinner because I wanted to take a shower because I worked out because I smelled bad because I haven't taken a shower in like a day and a half, and I'm like, oh, if I'm gonna go eat, I should probably take a shower. We finally leave. We finally go out to 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 get dinner. This time it's like closer to six thirty. We roll up to the place and they're like, uh, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be like a forty-five minute wait," and I can see and I can see her just look back at me with, with piercing eyes and be like, "This is your you fault. This. <laughs> this is your fault, you cock. How could you? How could you make us late to dinner? We're not gonna get a table until seven something." 
But we're like in a shopping center. It's like relatively new. There's other places to go eat. And I'm just like, and on the way to the first restaurant, there was a second restaurant that my mom's like, oh, I want to try that place sometime. So I go, I look at the menu and I'm like at the second place. It was a pizza place, like, like, like a deep dish pizza place. And I'm like, oh, like they have tables open. They can come seat us now. And she's like, oh, well, you know, your dad really wanted to go to this place. And my, my, my parents, do, the most infuriating thing that my parents do is that they blame each other for their decisions. <laughs> so so in this instance, uh, and, and I'm, I'm convinced that this is just like a parental thing. They, they blame each other for, for each other's decisions. So my dad wanted to go to this first restaurant. It had a 45-minute wait. My mom was very hungry, did not want to wait. But... She doesn't want to go to the second restaurant, even though my dad is like, I don't care about the first restaurant anymore. Let's just go eat now. But she's like, no, you want the first one. And he's like, no, but you want to eat now. So now all of a sudden they're they're arguing against their initial positions to try and like be nice, I guess, because neither one wants to be standoffish. I don't know. It's insufferable. Fuck you. I'm helping you. <laughs> Basically. And I'm just sitting there going, you guys are, you just swapped positions. You, 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 you just changed your mind. Anyway, we go and, and uh, we eventually go to this pizza place. It's been like 15 minutes now that we've killed. We go. We sit down. We we start to place an order. We get a text message from the first restaurant saying, oh, hey, your table's ready. <laughs> and my mom's like, we can leave right now. We can go over there and get the other restaurant. It's like, I can see it. It's across the parking lot. Do you want Do you want to just like dip? We can go. And my dad's like, no, it's fine. Like, I mean, we're, we're, we're placing an order. Let's just, let's just stay here. It won't be that long. My mom was very excited to have a deep dish pizza. Now, I don't know if you know much about deep dish pizzas. No. You don't? Okay. I, I, I'm not I, I find an the concept um, not pizza. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I... I think that I agree with you. I think that I agree. It's aggressive with you. lasagna. Not pizza. <laughs> I think I agree with you. Also, we alienated our entire Chicago fan base. Um, I, I I like pan pizza. Pan pizza is my favorite. Deep dish pizza, I'm lukewarm on unless it's really good. Uh, and New York pizza, I generally can pass on. Um, favorite pizza is a Neapolitan. I know that there's going to be an impending issue because to make a deep dish pizza from scratch takes about 45 minutes so we put the order in <laughs> and uh and, and the waitress is like okay we'll just let you know like i mean you know with, with with the oven with the deep dish it's gonna take about you know 45 minutes to get the pizza out here and my mom just looks at me the waitress is standing right there. My mom looks at me. We we have now, we've been here at this parking lot for over 30 minutes. We're already late to dinner. And now it's going to be another 45 minutes to, to get this pizza. She looks at me and she goes, what the fuck? What? And, and I know that she's mad at me. But all I could think about is the perspective of the waitress. Because she's just giving us a friendly tip that says, oh, hey, you know, by the way, your pizza, your pizza's going to take a little while. It's a deep dish pizza. And then all she hears in response is, well, what the fuck? Like that, like, whoa, big red flag, big red flag. Like someone's spinning in our food, right? <laughs> so I look over at the waitress and I'm like, I am so sorry. She is upset at me for being late to dinner and not at you for the wait time of the pizza. I just want to, I just want to, just want to be clear about that. She's, she's upset about me, not about the pizza. <laughs> and the waitress just turns like this pale white. She's like, oh, okay. Is everything okay? Do you, do you want more water? And I'm like, everything's fine. Very sorry about that. She walks away. My mom's like, why are you apologizing to the waitress? <laughs> I'm like, because you scared her. Because you yelled, what the fuck, after you got given a wait time. Like, <laughs> why are you apologizing to the slaves? God, I I love my family so much. So, so, so much. Um, oh, God. Um, that's Do why you had I a good night. I, I, I had a fine night, but because mm. every because dinner was so delayed, because I think I even told you, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get dinner, then I'm like, I got to help my dad with something, then we'll just do the show. Yeah. 
that that having dinner legit was like a three hour affair and we drove 15 minutes to get there was so the pizza worth it it was good deep dish pizza but i would still prefer a pan or a neapolitan so yes because it was a nice night yelling excluded no because it caused me to have to do a lot of work late at night you know give and take yeah, and I thought you like seriously gouged your hand in the process. I should send Joey that picture sends me to everybody. this picture. He's like, he he sends me this picture of him working on the vehicle, which I knew that's what he was doing, and then he sends me a picture of his hand, totally bloodied, and what looks to be like a giant gash, um, right on like the meat of of the hand the the like the thumb meat area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh because there's this darker line of blood i thought it was a giant gash of where all the blood had come out and he's giving me the 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 fucking terminator thumbs up too <laughs> in that i'm just like whoa what the fuck i thought so you had some sort of accident while working on the car <laughs> yeah i know that was mean <laughs> Turns out it was all stage blood. I I, I knew what I was doing when I was sending that, and I'm and like, they were from different times. I'm like, I know what I'm doing here. This is me. Well, actually, the stage blood was from an hour before, so so you know, mm. it's just the same same day. But um, uh, yeah, I, it's uh, it's it, it it's it's been a fun week. I've 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 had I've had a fun and eventful week. I shot a commercial for Jersey Mike's on Friday. That'll probably play on Twitch in a couple months. That's exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had did to you, talk. Did, did it turn out all right? Was the vibe correct in the studio? So, Was it real joisy? So I had to, um, I had to talk to the vice president of marketing at Jersey Mike's over text message throughout the day because two Jersey Mike's franchise owners came down to make the sandwiches for us on the spot and we had to make sure that they were like perfect for camera why why wasn't it just uh stage uh sandwiches why was it real jersey mike sandwiches so so the thing with stage food is that more often than not stage food is like real it's just highly altered to be inedible like yeah we talked about it before where there's like gloss and glaze and stuff Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm, it okay so really like these, these but people. Shouldn't that happen like beforehand, not like day of. You want it to look like as fresh as possible, so that cheese oh, got okay. cheese got to be on point. So, so these people come out and they bring stuff to make twenty sandwiches. And I realized this is a problem immediately because they brought that much stuff because they knew full well that they were going to have to remake this sandwich like five or six times in order to make it as good as possible for the people who are who were watching. So. I basically had to send homie a text message picture of every sandwich from like three different angles and be like, how do you feel about this one? And he would go, eh, the tomatoes are like not really proper on the right side. I think that there's not enough lettuce. We should probably forward face the cheese an ounce more. And then I had to then show my phone to this other man named Joey, who was the franchise owner, who is the person who was building the sandwich. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry that 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 your marketing person is sending me this right now. But like, can you can you fix the cheesesteak? Do it better. <laughs> hey, Kay, can you just do your job better? Um, I like how you you are as the contractor or the intermediary between two people in the same business. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm I'm really sorry about this. Um, your boss is a dick (laughs) the the we did that commercial um a block away from skid row in los angeles and for those of you don't know skid row is 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 a very infamous place in the sense that it is where um there's a uh just just a very large homeless population and like a high crime rate uh so there was there was a bouncer that we had uh at the door to make sure no one got in and then afterwards and we were unloading we had so much jersey mics left over that i was trying to figure out the best way to like go give it to people who would appreciate the sandwiches so we we, we went around very nice we, we went around as the long block as it wasn't the inedible glazed freshly glued stuff 
It was not. We we went around the block uh, to go deliver some sandwiches uh, and, and all the crafty we had and just trying to. I, I, there's like a lot of best practices I think when when you're trying to give homeless people food like you don't just want to leave it by their stuff you want to like ask consent like you don't want to assume that people want help or something so it was it was uh it it, it was like a uh like a high anxiety experience because I'm trying to be virtuous we're trying to be virtuous and be like oh here's this stuff you probably want it but at the same time be like you know safe about it I guess um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what what I what we ended up doing is uh, we we had a lot of pastries from Costco that that we had as as breakfast food, and there there were these like just giant cheese danishes, and we end up giving them to to uh, a, a a man who who was who was walking by, and uh, ha- had a conversation with him, and he kept on talking about uh, how excited he was to eat them because he's like really diabetic and this is a lot of sugar and like he loves sugar and i'm just standing there going did i just kill someone (laughs) (laughs) like like did we just commit murder by costco patry am i getting fucked around with right now do i need to be concerned do i need to explain to someone that, that that maybe they should be careful and not eat the, the, this giant mound of sugar Danish that we gave them. Um, mm-hmm. Anyhow, so that was my weekend. <laughs> I may have, I may have, I literally may have killed someone. You, you, you would, would not have killed him. He would have <laughs> basically killed, the diabetes would have killed him. Diabetes. And, and poor, poor choices on his side. Well, that was still nice. You uh, took the Emmy. You just as easily could have thrown away all that food, so. It was. It was. Nice I that you made the effort go and do that. We we tried. Um, did did you do anything? Did did you go? Did you go feed anybody? Did you go? Uh, did what? What, what like? Did you just like I, play I, Deep I Rock Galactic? House at all this week? Uh, did I don't you think so? You had to. If there's a pelican case behind you, it wasn't there before. Like that had to get there somehow. Uh, that this giant yellow case that uh, Joey's referring to is um. That I did not have to go outside of my place to get that. That was delivered directly to my door. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, that is the uh, production case full of all the production stuff uh, for the Mobile Legends event, which uh, I'll be able to talk about how that went next week because it's Saturday, Sunday this weekend. So yeah, uh, looking forward to do, that? Question mark? Do you do really. you do you feel like to you've you've gained any more information? Do do you feel like you've improved your own brain in the last week? Joey, I lost my first game of Mobile Legends, and I've never been more mad at a mobile game in my life. What? <laughs> Why were you mad? You said you wanted to lose. I did. The way I lost makes me really mad. Um. Okay. So. Last time I talked about how I was playing these characters and I was just destroying everybody because I, I just click buttons. The other people don't click buttons. And I feel like some of these characters are OP. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, is I, I, I'm playing on a basic account, so I only have access to, like, unranked. I think I only have access to, like, four heroes. And I'm still waiting to get the publisher to give me free stuff so I can actually buy <laughs> a bunch of champions and try out all the champions that I will be seeing in the actual tournament, right? Okay, okay. It's like I'm I'm not going I'm gonna, I'm not going to pay for that. Like that's a business expense. Like I don't want to have to do I'm just taking away from my profits at that point in time. So, I wait for the publisher to give me the free stuff so I can unlock all the champions. So, the way I've been playing is I only have I've only been basically playing two champions so far. And I run into, in this game, I run into this, uh, this new character I hadn't played against. And this new, this character, which I think is also relatively new to the game, has, uh, she's very unique. She has four different weapons. And she can choose to carry two out of the four um, at any given time in the game. And I didn't actually get to see that effect, I actually read about it later on because I was like, what the hell is this character? Um, all she used was the sniper rifle. She has, like, pistols. She has a rocket launcher. She has uh, a sniper rifle and something else. All she was using was the sniper rifle. And the reason I was so mad was that 
first of all, it felt like it snowballed very, very quickly against me. Um, I like the way the game is meant to be played and competitive. I was supposed to be in a one v one, but actually, I was in a two v one. Like, so somebody else was kind of sapping the experience from my lane. <laughs> but the reason I'm so mad is this character was doing insane amounts of damage from the get-go with this sniper rifle. Now, the challenge, as I, as, as I get it, is there is no lock-on. So you have to just aim and try and hit the person. So there is skill to be able to land the shots. But I... Obviously, you know, like I pick up on this, like I get hit once by it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay, I got to make sure not to get out those those shots. I would dodge most of the shots and I would get like on top of the character. But once I'm on top of the character, obviously, like I'm point blank range. It's like, how do I dodge at that point in time? And this character would literally three shot me, not with abilities, with her basic attack. She would three shot me at the start of the game and then later on towards the end of the game she was almost one-shotting me she i, I checked one of the, the 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 last time as i died she did 89 percent of my hp and i was just like what the fuck this cannot be balanced what is wrong with this fucking character there's no way it's balanced that i i am getting like literally hit by three or four bullets and i'm just dead like what? That the concept seems so broken, and I haven't gone back to it since. <laughs> I took like a day break of practicing it. I was just so mad. I was like, "What the fuck? Fuck this!" <laughs> and then so yeah, I, I haven't picked it up again. I will be buying that. I will be buying that character almost uh, immediately. I, I should have the free points now. I'm gonna check right now actually to make sure that I do. And uh, first purchase I'm gonna make is buying that character and playing it, so I can see like the other side you know because i was just so blown away at the the insanity of the damage that's like i that 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 feels like you know young joey playing dota too for the first time and being like oh man i'm so good at playing huskar i i jump on people i kill people and then and then you know like i walk into like a really good puck and get destroyed and i'm like this isn't fair this is my new favorite hero now well, I don't have it yet, but they they did say, no, it is Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's at Monday. 5 p.m. Yeah. They said it was going to be here uh, Friday or Monday, because apparently nobody could send it to me over the weekend. So now it's going to be tomorrow, Tuesday, when I send an email being like, "Hey, really need this for the tournament on Saturday, <laughs> so I can learn things." Uh, so yeah, that's a that's a little distressing. I'm not even sure if Slax has played the game yet. We've talked about playing together, but he has yet to play with me yet. Yeah, what, what does he have to? What does he have to do? What is, what is he really doing right now? Having a kid? Bullshit. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, you can fit in mobile games anytime. He could take care of the kid and play the mobile game at the same time. I'm telling you, he gets no it's problem. Mobile games and exercise. If, if if you're playing at night, I'll I'll, I'll play some games with you. I'll download and I'll okay. play with you. Okay. Nine times I've usually been doing morning because I'll, I'll wake up and I'll I'll have tea and I'll I'll play in the morning while watching vods. I, I get into a schedule, you know, play games while watching vods at the same time or listening to vods, and uh, and then I'll I'll stream and actually do like my normal stuff during the afternoon evening. But maybe we'll see. Maybe I'll uh, I'll switch it up and and play at night. But first I need the goddamn diamonds. It's because it's a mobile game. It's it's paid. It's everything's paywalled. The entire game is paywalled. There's 150 champions or whatever, and I've got four. <laughs> Dude, you gotta you gotta give him that sweet sweet Skrilla. All you gotta do is give him that sweet sweet Skrilla. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have I, I have I have something else. Um, can you can can I ask you for some advice? Yeah. Have you how many bachelor parties have you been to? Um, actual bachelor parties, kind of like like traditional bachelor parties, like zero, like zero. Okay. Yeah, sorry, can't Fuck. can't help you out there. Okay. Before Dota, I didn't have that many friends, so you know. <laughs> How could that be the case? I I imagine you walk down the street and people gleam on you and be like, "Well, look at that man. His eyebrows are nice." Um. And that, no. that's that's oh okay. Well. I I grew one. I grew into my looks, and two. Remember, I 
I've said this multiple times. I am an introvert. Yeah, you're and right. So you're I right. was much more quiet when I was in in school and stuff like that. So that's right. You know, I, I wish you. I yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You did grow into those looks. I guess you're right. Wow. Huh. I've seen those old pictures. Uh, what was I saying was before I was insulting you? Um. Uh. <laughs> oh. So so this weekend, um, I'm supposed to go. I am going to to my future brother-in-law's bachelor party. Mm, okay 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 we are we are renting an airbnb up around san luis obispo and we are gonna go like ride some quads and and do some stuff and the airbnb and the airbnb uh just canceled on us today because uh it flooded <laughs> oh so we're trying to find a new one and that problem aside um i'm actually more so worried about the fact that um i think i am one of those people who was in the wedding party out of necessity. My pitch for the wedding was that I actually wanted to do the ceremony because one, I mean, I mean, like, come on, like, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. it, it'd be good, it'd be good, it'd be really good. Um, and two, then I wouldn't have to like be obligated to be a groomsman because like I am at time of recording not super close to my sister's fiance we're like not we haven't really bonded much which is something that we should fix presumably um and i don't know anybody else who is going to this thing and i know that uh i am going to be the odd one out on 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 a personality front and i'm worried that I'm going to spend the entire weekend um, just trying to chameleon really hard. Um, and I'm, Ain't I'm nothing wrong with being a chameleon, baby. Okay, okay. I don't know if I'm in the right headspace to chameleon all week. I am tired. <laughs> and, and, and my vacation, my long weekend that I'm, that I'm taking, uh, is, is I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to be acting the whole time. So. Uh, I'm I, I'm interested in in that and also just generally worried about it. I'm hoping that what happens is is that it, it, it's a great bonding experience. Everyone gets along great. Like I like I learn things. Like it's it's it, it's all it's all bad. That's my optimistic side. My pessimistic side says is telling me that like what I'm gonna want to do is like uh, bring my switch and then uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> play video games in the corner <laughs> so why do you have to go to this i think politically saying no is not an option yeah but he's probably on the other side saying well politically not asking him is not an option oh, i well see now the thing is is that we both do want to have a better relationship with each other and i think that this is like a path to get there right sure sure yeah but i think the immediacy is going to be awkward yes well the length of the time the group dynamic like it's all set against you You it's like you're supposed to get to know each other you don't do it necessarily in a group of one other person's friends that's uh unless unless the uh loner is a really charismatic or uh extroverted person it's that's, that's not Usually really not me. gonna go well. And and what is the the, the, the whole weekend? Yeah, the whole weekend. Like, Saturday, like, Sunday. Yeah, Saturday, like like Sunday. like we're leaving Friday in the middle of the day, and then we're coming back Sunday. So like you know, that's also two, a very long time to <laughs> forty eight hours plus to each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm trying to figure out. I'm I'm like excited, but also not excited at all. I I know well, what's gonna advice, happen. <coughs> um came down I, with a cough i really shouldn't you know i don't want to expose you guys to anything that i might have i'll go get a rapid that, test that's my advice for your bachelor party <laughs> i'll go get a rapid test and then fake the results and be like i <laughs> guys that might be a little drastic to say <laughs> i got covid why about that yeah i i don't know i don't know man i the, the good thing is is that when we talk next week 
I'm going to have a lot to talk about. The bad mm. news is, is that I don't know if those stories are going to be wholesome or just me embarrassing myself and then recounting it for, for the sake of humor. What kind of, uh, what, you said Quans and stuff. Is he an outdoorsy person? Not super outdoorsy, but like mildly extreme sportsy. Like, you know, a, a, a lot yeah. of mountain biking quads, like, you know, uh, lifted trucks, stuff like that. Mm, okay. So not your your typical not like dynamic. Yeah, not not like uh like hike camp in the woods, more like, you know, let's let's get some some ATVs. Let's let's go. Let's go mountain yes. biking. You know, let's let's, let's go. That, okay, that was actually my initial when I changed high school after my parents divorced freshman sophomore year. Sophomore year, that was the group of friends that I initially made uh was the group of like redneck uh, you know, motocross, dirt bikes. Uh, lifted trucks though that that group of people was the initial uh group of friends that i had they were super nice people but not like you know they were open like that's part of the reason i was in their friend group was because they were open enough to letting in somebody who was very clearly not a part like i was wearing um like i i was i had a a preppy prep i I had the prep look going on you know Mm -hmm. so i i had an actual like collared shirt with like an undershirt on and stuff like that so i wasn't i didn't even look the part of like them who were wearing like fox hoodies and stuff like that but they were nice people and they were nice enough to like let me into their friend group uh somebody who was like new to school so that's the best people but not my dynamic that's the best way to describe this group of people i am confident Mm. that i am the only person who does not own a fox hoodie or ever has. <laughs> that that's gonna be very specific to a very specific subset of people like us from America, I think, who are gonna understand what what, yeah. what, what what I mean by that. But that might be the best way to describe it. Yeah. They're they're, they're like a motorbike company or something. I don't even know. <laughs> I think yeah, I think so. Um <laughs> So, so that's going to happen. Uh, that's also why I had to change the brakes on a bunch of stuff and do my oil and all that shit. But, you know. You had to stock <sighs> up on some manliness? Yeah, I had to, I had to ask for that. I could talk to them about it. I'd be like, yeah, well, you know, I, I went and I, uh, I, changed, my, I changed my rotors uh, before the trip. Changed I got, brakes I got some, the other uh, day. <laughs> I, got some, I got some new ones did it myself. They're, uh, they're, they're slotted. Uh, you know, want to make sure that uh, did, did, did that break in with the brakes. Super awesome. Carbon fiber. <laughs> There you go. There's your opening conversation right there. You, you will get them. They're going to in. That's your in. The amount of country music I'm going to be subjected to is honestly might be the worst part. Ugh. That's why I wanted. That's why I want to drive also, because I can just play whatever I want on the radio. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of music, we are, I, I have determined that we're going to do a media segment at the end of our podcast now where we okay. share media with each other to okay. talk and listen about but okay. Okay. we should probably talk about dota before that i was gonna ask i was gonna because because yeah. i know i actually don't have a ton of time but i know that i just spent 40 minutes talking about stuff that almost no one cares about <laughs> so sorry to everybody for i think that people just actually listen to a therapy session so thank you and sorry um I know that there was a balance change and a hot fix, and I know that TNC released their roster. Uh, yeah, I actually didn't really look into that TNC thing because I just figure it's TI stuff. It's it's all the normal post TI stuff. Like, sure, TNC has has had some of those players for a long time, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm not really thinking about that. That just in my head goes into the post TI stuff, you know. Even I know it's happening before TI. It is part of a post TI discussion. TNC is not leaving Dota. I don't think like like that yeah, would be yeah. news. They will almost certainly pick up a new roster, and I wouldn't even be surprised if one of the people who got released came back in that new roster. Depending on who shuffles, who reformats, what happens, right? Yeah, that that's the that's the thing. Is that, like I feel like none of these teams can pick up a roster right now unless they they have in mind they have a goal of picking up a roster a la like tundra right a roster that they think is going to actually keep playing next year uh under the 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 same five people and that they're going to grow and get better um because right now like who the hell knows like there, there's going to be a bunch of free agents post ti there always is so you can't really formulate your five man without knowing who's available in the first place what's interesting about that i think is that i 
Um, I'm surprised that they didn't like try and keep anybody like a Raven or someone. It's just like someone to stream under the TNC banner. Um, I guess mm. maybe that that's not like in their business plan, right? But the idea that um, they're they're not affiliated makes sense if you think about it from the standpoint that they would have to be paying salaries for these people for an undisclosed amount of time until teams reshuffle, right? There's a world where like they would be paying September, October, November, at least three months, a quarter of the year salary to do a contract extension on a team that is never going to play another competitive match in those three months, right? So Yeah, and what if uh, what if we DPC doesn't start again until 2022? Yeah, right? then it's what four if, months, then it's five months. Like, oh, we have to wait until Janu- mid-January, February or something like that to start things up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. So it makes sense from a business perspective. I'm surprised that we didn't see, like, someone kept on as, like, a streamer. But I, I guess I don't. I, I guess that's, uh, like, like Liquid recently released uh, two people from their Rainbow Six roster that's been, like, doing what they, they've been doing well. And they're, like, you know, uh, kind of legacy players at this point. And I, I think that the idea for some of these teams when people are, like, moving on or having lull period is that you want to keep them under your banner just for, for streaming contracts, just just for numbers, sure. just, just, just for that stuff. So, um that was my first thought. It was weird to see like a full departure, but they'll they'll be back in January. What what yeah. what, what else uh, do you got? The patch? What what were you gonna say uh, about Dota? Patch patch is whatever. Um, I I still think I personally think there still needs to be another patch. Um, before TI, so I'm still not fully prepared. Uh, the biggest controversy being that they released Dawnbreaker in the captain's mode, which I said absolutely no goddamn way. Are they going to put Dawnbreaker into captain's mode before TI? If they were going to do so, they would have done so at the start of the patch. So they could have gotten professional games uh, and information from those professional games, a la ESL and Dota Pit, which just concluded, and they chose to do it after those. So you're going to have zero games, zero professional, like high-level professional matches sure maybe there's some online tournaments or whatever they're going to go on before then but ti level teams you will not see them with that hero in their hands and so you will not be able to see what the the hero is capable at at the highest level um and they're literally just going to try and balance it um based off of pub information because obviously there's going to be a lot of people practicing dawnbreaker now Right, most people probably have not touched the hero. Like I know, most pro players actively do not touch many of these new heroes until they come into captain's mode because they, it's just like the game's just different, right? When when they they even despise the the hero being in the game in general because the hero is just it brings something new to Dota and that's that it effectively makes that practice that they're getting in that pub somewhat useless, right? So now that it is there. Uh, there are going to be a lot of them practicing and stuff like that, but it's you know I still don't think that it's the same. I'm What's... very surprised that they were willing. I'm very surprised that they also were not willing to uh, to nerf the hero super hard. As a result, I was I was like, well, if you're going to put it in, don't you just like nerf the hell out of it just in case, <laughs> just so it doesn't. Like when you're spraying for cockroaches, you, it's like, oh, let me go yeah. ahead and just, just lay some poison <laughs> around just to make sure that nothing spawns, right? That's what I'm – because what what is the worst-case scenario here? The worst-case scenario is that this hero needs to be banned by the team not getting first pick. Yeah. And, and, and it, it, like, like the worst-case scenario is, is an auto-ban throughout the tournament. When there's only two bans that you have anyway, so uh, yeah. It would be a buff to first pick, which um, second pick is much preferred right now. So, uh, you know, in, a, in one way, it might actually be a, a bonus to offset the clear second pick advantage that is currently in uh, Dota. Another thing that they haven't uh, messed with yet, despite, I think, uh, what has been, I think, overwhelming uh, feedback that, that second pick is, is kind of broken, but... Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens at TI. Uh, right now, it's still preferred. Uh, I'm pretty sure Dota Pit um, even still had the information that second pick was being uh, preferred by all the teams. I think I think Team Spirit had like second pick in the final three games that they played in the finals, which mm-hmm. we should talk about. Dota Pit um, did go on. ESL happened. Tundra victorious. Super cool. LGD got second. 
Uh, this time around, a similar group of teams, um, not quite as prestigious, but did have Tundra, LGD, Spirit. Um, and that was actually your top three. Uh, T1 included, actually, would be top four. Those were your top four teams with um, Spirit making an insane run. Uh, really amazing stuff. Like, I, I, I think that ton, uh, Team Spirit, rather, is, like, a really good team. Um, but it's very obvious that it's experience that they're lacking. Um, mm -hmm. They just don't know how to take advantage of some of the advantages that they build up. They don't know how to be able to end games at times. Um, so I was, I'm relatively uh, skeptical, and I was quite a skeptic of their run through the lower bracket uh, at this tournament. Uh, but they just managed to make things work. I thought they were going to lose uh, to Fnatic. I thought Fnatic was going to be able to put up a better fight. They didn't. Team Spirit went on to beat T1 and Tundra. Uh, and they even took a game off of LGD in the finals. So that was probably the biggest story uh, was just their run. Team Spirit's incredible run. LGD, um, this time around, managed to take the finals because they wasn't up against Tundra, but they did beat Tundra 2-0 in the upper bracket, so they kind of in a way got redemption, even if it wasn't a best of five. Um, they still got redemption against that, which continues the narrative that LGD is going to be uh, the favorite team going into TI, because we now know that nothing to say is going to actually be there. Um, that was announced today. So there were having to be say issues and all that with nothing to say. They couldn't get him for some of these tournaments before TI, but it turns out they will actually be there for TI itself, which makes LGDs, I mean, they're just automatic favorites. They, they are the team to beat. I don't know. I mean, if you look at the teams that took games off uh, off uh, LGD and Team Spirit, you know, uh, Undying did. You, you know, they took a map off both of them. So you know, <laughs> they did. That's probably the other story is that uh, we talked about how the fact that Undying had been gatekept out of international tournaments, and this would be their first chance to be able to dip their toe into that water before jumping into the pool that is TI. Very deep end pool at that. What a and, bracket um, for them, dude! What? A <laughs> oh. Yeah, unfortunate, um, because they end up going against LGD in the very first round, the upper bracket. They take a game off of LGD, the first, the first game, game, I believe. Yeah, and then they ended up going uh, two more games. Both went past 40 minutes. In fact, one of them was almost an hour long, um, and they ended up losing. And then they dropped down. They go up against Team Spirit, much more reasonable competition, um, but... That was before Team Spirit made their lower bracket run, beating Fnatic, T1, and Tundra. So, you know, you were like, okay, I could see these teams actually being quite even. This is, uh, like, at first, I was like, this is a litmus test for whether or not Undying can be uh, top eight. Because I think they, they one of these teams is getting top eight, in my, in my mind, anyway, for <laughs> TI. Uh, which one is it going to be? And Team Spirit, when I'm like, oh, looks like Team Spirit, um, you know, they continue to show they're pretty good. Undying definitely need to get better. Um I wasn't going to hold too many things against them. Just two matches. It, it, I don't think it, it says a whole lot. But then Team Spirit went on this crazy run, and it was like, okay, now you look back at that and be like, damn, Team Spirit's really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all these, I mean, Dota was exciting because I think all these teams have, have a stake to, you know, being important. So, yeah. The, the, this is... teams continue to disappoint. That was probably the third story of uh, Dota Pit. Um, SG and, and Thunder Predator both probably should have gone out in the first round, but they ended up meeting against each other. Um, so SG beat Thunder Predator. Thunder Predator, which um, at ESL was the storyline that Thunder Predator was the best of the three, which in my mind, I, I just can't. I don't jive with. I, I think that inter, intra-regional play does, it only says so much. Like, like uh, take Aster Alliance. Like, there's so many examples of this. Just because you are good within your region does not necessarily mean that you are the best team in that group. Um, it's all about how you perform on these actual lands against international competition. For me, Beast Coast is the number one SA team until proven otherwise. Until proven at TI otherwise. Uh you know that 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 argument is still there for me. I don't know, man. So. I think Tavo is going to go beast mode at TI. Could be, could be. I mean, SG just seemed to be getting better and better. Uh, the fact that they qualified in the first place was a bit of a surprise, considering how poorly they had done uh, in the upper division of the second season. And then they also took a game off of T1, 
which T1 looked a little bit worse this time around, but they're still a good team to be able to uh, to prove again, prove yourself against. So being able to take even a game against them says a, a decent amount. So yeah, I think uh, all in all, those are kind of the Dota Pit storylines. Um, ESL was probably. It was a better tournament. I think it was a better finals and stuff like that. Um, now LGD we wait. Kind of, yeah. Now now we're waiting because LG stomped the shit out of Spirit. They may have taken the first game, but it felt like after that it wasn't that close at all. When are we going to get TI announcements and invites? Oh, I want to know who's going to the international. It's so close. October? It's less than a month True. away. True. October True. 7th. True. 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 Do you know what October 7th is? That's three weeks from Thursday. Yeah. I heard the talent invites are supposed to go out sometime really soon, so I'm sure it'll go out right after we put out this podcast. Great. Well, I'm excited to... I'll I'll, I'll bring uh, some uh, beer to cry into for next week when you don't get invited. We can just have like a pity podcast together. True. It would be very sad. But then I'll be going to uh, TI and Liquid's Dime. <laughs> I'll negotiate something. Do it. Um, <laughs> you want to? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that's it for Dota. I'm not, I'm not sure if there's anything else, really, to be honest. That, I haven't I mean, been playing much Dota because the matchmaking experience is awful. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, actually, no. One more thing about Dota Pit. Dota Pit um, only had five talent. That was something that bothered me. Did two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar prize pool, five talent. Yeah. ESL had four hundred thousand dollar prize pool. They had like ten talent involved in total, like probably eight different talent that were in the studio at some point in time. They had. They hired their observers and stuff like that. They, like the comparison of 125,000 difference in prize pool and the the broadcast is like so massive, and I was not okay with that. It's uh, they had the the host Nomad, two uh, panel members, uh, 1437 and Lizard, and they just had him working full time. And then they also had B Cop and and Mofara uh, working full-time as a casting duo and casted every single game hey i don't that's a lot of games i don't agree with that yeah that is a lot of games i don't agree with that on a level of i don't agree with that on like a broadcast like if i was i was in charge of things you're getting remote like hire some other casters at least right to give yourself some variety from a broadcast perspective i was in charge of that broadcast I would make sure there's at least two pairings, right? And they did and then, 36 I games. With, I don't agree with that from a casting perspective either. Because, like, I, I understand, like, they, they, these guys um, are still trying to, like, establish themselves and stuff like that. But I just think it's bad for you to say yes to doing, like, yeah, it's a great opportunity. Like, you're going to get lots and lots of, of eyes on your product because you're doing so many games. And you're probably going to get the sympathy points of, like, oh, these guys, they did so many games. Like, oh, hats off to them. They did a great job doing so many. But they also put themselves in that position. So I, I personally was, like, a little bit miffed at that because, like, that just as easily could have been more work for, you know, a similar uh, – level of casters you know? 36 games over five days is like seven games a day at least yeah i think that you're just like you're handicapping yourself because you're not naturally going to put out a, a worse product doing that much in a row that's right? so much dota casting seven games when's the last time you casted seven games in a day um years yeah, it's definitely been a while. I there's I've definitely done like seven games in like say uh like panel and casting, but casting back to back never. I there's, mean not never, but like a long time ago. That, I mean you need a lot of tea, you need a lot of honey for that voice. <laughs> yeah. So like so you're naturally just gonna be put forward like a lesser product. So you're not giving yourself any and then you're also like just limiting jobs for other people as well so i you know less blame on the casters you take what you can get when you're on the grind up but uh, 
I wasn't really happy with Dota Pit doing that in general. I just, I just think it's a bad practice. And, and when say- you have a prize pool like that, like the, these tournament organizers are shelling out the money to attract the teams. Make them shell out the money to attract the talent as well. Like if, if they're going to put all of, I could put a million dollars in and get all the best teams, you know, and I could put a thousand dollars in to get the worst, you know, broadcast. It's, you know, like, you got to make sure it's even at some point. Is there any realistic difference? Like, like from a business perspective, is there any realistic difference from taking this tournament, which has a $275,000 prize pool, and just cutting $25,000 off and having it a quarter million dollar prize pool, and then having $25,000 just spent on broadcast talent? Does does that change anything to to, to get rid of $25,000 at that point for the, for the teams? I think viewership-wise, I don't think it makes much of a difference. So I can understand why tournament organizers choose to handicap the broadcasts because ultimately Dota viewership has shown that they are there for the teams and the, the game itself, not for the people surrounding the game. And, you know, you guys, some of you guys are going to respond to us and like, no, no, I only tuned if certain casters, you guys are the minority. I promise you. Like, I've looked over the, the numbers time and time again. Game and team specifically matter more than any talent by like a thousand, ten thousand percent. So that um, it makes sense. But I still think you could literally just pay the same amount and just split it up, right? You yeah. could literally just be like, "Hey, you're only going to do two best of threes, and we're going to have the other two best of threes done by this other remote duo, right?" It's not like ESL where they're bringing people in studio, so you're limited to the the talent that you have at hand you could literally just be like i'm only going to give you half the money uh instead of <laughs> having you cast four best of threes in a day i'm going to give you two best of threes and two to somebody else you know it's like it, like it it's better all the way around so i was just like i was kind of irritated seeing that i was just like why it just it just doesn't make sense to me from either side of the table i mean it makes sense when you're trying to get like you're tr- again trying to climb up the ladder and trying to make the most amount of money you can, but ecosystem wise, it's not great. There's one person listening right now who's going, Oh, Cap's ego just wants to get paid for more work. He's mad that they didn't hire uh, him. Hire me. Why did they get <laughs> B Cop? Oh my god, he's so greedy. I don't know what voice that is. Um That's a good voice. Yeah. I, just to be clear, Dota Pit wouldn't. I haven't worked for Dota Pit in like years, so I, I'm not expecting to be the person getting contact. And, and I don't think they would, honest to God, I don't think that we would be able to come to agreement on rates anyway. But it is somebody who is willing, somebody is going to be able to work for that amount, you know? Yeah. So. Well, now that you got all that out, you feel, you feel good? You mm-hmm. feel better? You feel, you feel yeah, good? I feel, feel, feel like yeah, I, got my, the... I got my mini rant of the week down. <sighs> I feel good too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said you wanted to 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 leave us with a media recommendation, which which we're gonna yeah. try and consistently do. So I I just wanted to know what you had in mind for that because I'm gonna have to go make a note of it and add something to my backlog so I, that I can go do some some listening or watching or viewing or what have you. Yeah, it's fine. I'm springing this on you, so you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to give any recommendations. But it just so happened last time when we closed out the show that uh, we gave each other some recommendations. We were talking about music and stuff like that. And I was like, ah, that was a good bit. So I figured we should uh, do that. I actually made an effort and I did listen to the Halsey album that you uh, suggested. <laughs> you said it was a banger. And and you're going to tell me, wow, <laughs> Joey, we may have slightly different tastes or, but, but like what I'm hoping you say is you're right. There were some tracks on there that are pretty fire. You're right, Joey. There was some tracks on there that were pretty fire. Uh, it, it was a good album. I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the album quite a bit. I just liked making you uh, sweat a bit. Uh, I will say that I was not actually as big of a fan of the 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 radio hit song. Uh, I'm not a woman. Yeah. I'm a god. I wasn't actually as big of a fan. That was probably like maybe my third favorite song on the list, but. Um, Tradition, the tradition, the opening song, yep. uh, easier than lying, and uh, those were probably my two favorite um, to listen to. So it started off strong. Girl is a gun. I think was the worst song in the album. It was like a <laughs> cacophony of fucking noises that just made me angry. 
that's just like, I, what is I, all this noise that is happening right now? Stop it. I lift Cut a, down the noise by like I, half. <laughs> I, I, I lift weights, listen to that song. It's pretty good for that. It's, it's like very intense. Uh, yeah, that, that bothered me. Uh, Easier Than Lying gave me like uh, Blondie vibes, I think. Um, So I really like Blondie. Um, so I appreciated that. Whispers stood out to me because it got me into an entire uh, rabbit hole. Because Whispers is the name of the song, and she does whisper uh, in the song. And it got me down this entire rabbit hole because I've noticed that th- there's been this rise of whispering, uh, most prominently in hip-hop, yeah. because... Well, it's the only medium that you could usually do whispering, right? It's the you can't whisper sing, but you can do whisper spoken word, which is what rapping is, right? So, uh, whisper rapping has has made like some. It just came up in 2018, which is like this this weird like 21 Savage notoriously had this whisper rapping bit that uh, that fucking threw me for a loop when he first did it. Uh, it's actually called ASMR rapping now because the rise of ASMR on Twitch and stuff like that Dude, has probably influenced hip hop. That's some good SEO. That's some good SEO. That's what you want to call. It. Why does <laughs> rapping have all the best styles? You can whisper. You can mumble. You can scream. You could like like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You can do all of that. So uh, I and I went down this this rabbit hole of like whisper rapping in general. Uh, and like, so most notable people probably know, like 21 Savage, uh, had like a song with Metro Boomin where he first popped up, uh, doing some whispering. And then he did, uh, he did a follow-up song. They actually called ASMR because of the, the hit of the previous song where he did, does some whisper rapping. Uh, Drake does a little bit of, of whisper rapping as well. in um, yeah, what's that song? Nonstop. And, uh. And I was like, how long has this been a thing? And apparently it's, it's, you know, it's been on the come up since like 2018. Again, ASMR and Twitch and stuff like that is, is sort of like influenced hip hop, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's actually been around for a little bit. Uh, doesn't, do, do, doesn't, doesn't Vanilla Ice rat, uh, whisper in Ice Ice Baby? Oh, oh, uh, Joey, you ruined it. I was going to ask you what you thought the OG whisper hip-hop song was and that it is it is exactly that oh vanilla ice ice baby yeah Yeah, that's that that's like the og whisper i i I can i can only think about that and then doesn't ying yang twins have a song called the whisper song they do they have the whisper songs that is indeed that where they pretty much whisper through the entire song uh that was like early 2010s or something like that so uh, that was kind of like a different time, but I did find out, I did find out like this this one guy called Young Sh. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, I'm into this. He he recorded a song uh, that was like the first uh, drill is a, a a type of hip hop, a type of rap specifically, and he does a song over a drill beat called Silent but Violent. And he actually does whisper in the song. And the interesting part about this song, Silent But Violent, is that it wasn't like an intentional choice per se. It's because he was in jail at the time he recorded this song and he was doing it with a smuggled microphone. And he he recorded this song and he had to whisper to make sure that his smuggled microphone would not get found. And, And that's like... <laughs> one of the the whisper songs of this generation. <laughs> I thought that was super funny. If you had to smuggle anything into a prison, I feel like a microphone wouldn't be one of my top five choices. But like, I guess if your whole thing is you know wanting to rap, it's really not that outlandish. Yeah, a number of rap artists have released albums from jail, and that's mostly because they have been able to smuggle. I mean, now like you know, you hear about smuggling phones in all the time, right? You you get a a, a new enough phone. That's pretty good recording. Yeah. You just soundproof your, your cell as much as possible, and you'll probably be able to get something passable into a song. So, yeah, people releasing, uh, rappers re- releasing albums from uh, from jail. Relatively common nowadays. Huh. Shows what I know. I'm, I'm like, mildly to severely ignorant on modern rap. So... 
Yeah, that's uh, hip hop has has definitely been my thing for probably the last decade, which leads me to my recommendation. I listened to Halsey. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to put any of those songs in a playlist, but I did enjoy uh, particularly The Tradition, which is the opening song. And uh, I think that actually transitions nicely into my recommendation of Little Sims. She is a female uh, hip-hop artist who just put out an album called Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. It was kind of overshadowed by the fact that uh, Drake and Kanye put out their albums, uh, which we talked about last week. It's bad marketing. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, but also in a way it ended up being good because Kanye's album was, I think, it was was good-ish. Drake's album, less so. And her album is a banger. Uh, And I would highly recommend... um, Anybody to try out the very first song because I think the 19 opening number, tracks. Oh boy, that's gonna be a long gym it, session. It is long, it is long, and I will say you you don't need to listen to all of it, but I would say the first like first six to nine songs I think are, are pretty worth. There are some skits in there, so that's also why it's 19. Um, but even if you don't don't you don't have to commit to all of that just listen to the very first number called introvert it's probably one of the most hype songs that have opened an album since uh brockhampton's saturation three for me which uh, i think that song's called bleach it just starts out with this like heavy banger that immediately gets your blood pumping um the her style is very different from from Brockhampton. It's very this whole album is very orchestral, so uh-huh. like a lot of big uh, big numbers in there, and introvert especially is that. So if you like uh, any sort of classical music, big drums, that kind of sound, the I, I think you will like this, even if you're not necessarily a fan of hip hop. So. Uh, I would highly recommend listen to that, and that'll be good barometer whether or not you want to listen to the rest of the album. I think. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go. I will listen to it at my gym session tonight, and I'll report back. Yeah, Int- Int- introvert is great. Is a great gym song. I listened. Uh, that one was probably uh, one of my favorite. Uh, I love you. I hate you has a really good beat. Uh, she does a great job with that. She's just she's a smart rapper. She she has like she tells a good story. She has like some pretty fire lines all around. Big fan. I well, that's my that is my media recommendation for the week. Great. Well, then I'm gonna have to figure out something for next week. Yeah, but I'll get. I that. figure one or both of us can offer a recommendation, but because you're a consummate media consumer, and I just have a shit ton of time on my hands, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great because I love pushing things that I like on other people. It's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Restaurants, yeah. movies, not really movies. So TV. far, your recommendations have been, I think, all solid. I had Jenny's ice cream. That was great. <laughs> I listened to the Halsey album. I agreed it was good. It was very good. Uh, I don't remember what else you recommended. When, once I finish this anime binge, I, I will, I'll, I'll see if there's anything that you haven't. Uh, that's my mom. Um Hi, Mom. Yeah, we're doing a show. It's fine. <laughs> um, everything, everything is. I forgot completely what I was saying. I complete. I was complete. I completely <laughs> totally derailed you. Yeah, I, dude. I, I had a train that was trying to get to a station to park, but. Oof. I am doing something next week that I can't quite talk about just yet. But BTS did release a, a teaser at BTS Dota Two. Uh, and I'll be talking about that more in depth uh, next week. But it's something I'm super excited for, and I'm consuming a bunch of just content in general uh, about TI right now um, that is kind of getting me in the mood for TI. I'm pretty excited, so I'll uh, I'll talk about that as well next week. Cool. Well, until then, I'm going to go uh, find out what my mom wants. <laughs> <laughs>